Hey everybody, welcome back to Urban Meyer's Pint House. This is weekend kickoff, Letterman Rose weekend kickoff. It's brought to you by Bryant and Healing, Heating and Cooling Systems. I'm too excited. It's Big Ten Championship Week. <laughs> Gotta uh, love it. Ready to go. The game, uh, yeah, it's still on for Saturday. Ohio State, Northwestern, Cardale Jones, Zach Bourne, Jacoby Bourne, B.B. Landers, Tyvis Powell. It's like family feud tonight. We got is. two Borens, and uh -oh. Tyvis got his son with him tonight. It is. It is. It's like Family cut, Feud. Cut. You said cut. Cut. Yeah. Leave that alone. We're yeah. Out. It is like Family Feud. I think everyone's laughing because these guys haven't seen each other in a while, and it's funny, right? Weird. <laughs> Jacoby's filling in, and Tyvis is filling in. He's like, oh, what am I supposed to do? You're supposed to talk about the Big Ten Championship game. You were snapping to Cardell Jones, his first ever start as an Ohio State Buckeye right. at quarterback. And now you guys are talking like who should have been playing center and who should have been playing center. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the looks of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, my you, God. You guys have traded places or traded yeah, bodies yeah, or something. Sure. I don't know. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, don't say yeah, ain't, ain't that yeah, much bigger yeah, than that. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, just yeah. slimmed down. <laughs> he just slimmed down. Don't they? Okay, I got you. Uh, it is fitting, though, that you guys here, it's Big Ten Championship Week, and that all you know, helped propel you guys to such greatness in a national championship. Uh, we've heard from you about your experience, 2012. Uh, Tyvis, Jacoby, take me back to that week because it was, it was such a unique one, and it's just, there's a lot of similarities to what these Buckeyes are facing where people are saying you got to go get style points. I don't necessarily believe that's true, but did you guys feel that when you went into 2014? You want me to go first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I knew we had to win big. I wasn't really at the point at the time thinking about – 59 to nothing. Like, that, <laughs> that was just absurd. But, yeah, I knew we had to win big. We had to definitely put on a good showing. And I feel like with this team, I don't think they necessarily need to win by style points. Um, I just think if they win, they're in. Um, I think uh, I got a whole other prediction okay, we'll that, that, that has nothing to do with the Buckeyes. That's, <laughs> but they're going to definitely be in for okay. sure. But you know what? If they want to go out there and win 59 to nothing, I think yeah. we all would appreciate it. No complaints sure. about that. Make it easy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'd agree with what Tyvis said, right? I mean, I, th I think they have a great team. I mean, they've proven it throughout the year. Obviously, they've only had five games this season, um, you know, which people try to throw on them, but nothing they can, can they can control. So, I mean, I think these guys play the way they've been playing. They've earned the right to be in the national football playoffs and, uh, you know, take out Northwestern, and the rest will be history, I think, so. Our, our store is a little bit different, right? We got 12 gauge in there. I mean, hey, a little hey, different. Listen, a little different. No, no, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, I think for us, right, it's a little bit of a different story. Um, you know, we're behind. Obviously, JT had a great year. Michigan game, right, fourth quarter. You right. actually say that word? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I said that word. That's all right. I ain't said yeah. it in years. You know, but uh, <laughs> hey, my, my parents went there, right? So, I mean, uh, I but guess anyways, you got something there. You, yeah. you got a point. You know, but I mean, I think it was a little bit different story, right, from where we were at. Um, and, you know, I don't – I mean, I think as a player, we didn't expect to win 59 to nothing, right? I mean, we thought it was going to be a rugged game going in there and freaking 12 starts throwing, popping them off right and left and <laughs> end up going 59 nothing. I know. Definitely from a defensive standpoint, we was like, you know, we just want to get Cardell the ball as many times as possible. You know, if he – as long as our offense got the ball, something's going to happen. And Cardell just went out there and just kept scoring. We like, man, let's keep giving it to him. <laughs> no, man, we, we, we were surrounded by some unbelievable guys. And I say this a thousand times. Every time somebody asks me about the 2014 season, people underestimate the guys that we had on both sides of the ball. I mean, the defense went against the top three Heinzman Trophy candidates for three straight games and held them to below average of their season averages per game. And yep. then the guys that we had on offense, I mean, come on, Ezekiel Elliott, freaking uh, Nick Bennett, Devin Smith, Michael Thomas, uh, Curtis Samuel, Dontre, like the list goes on. It was like, it was almost like just pick your poison. Hey, if they double team one guy, they shut one guy down, hey, run the ball and vice versa. So we was definitely lucky enough to have an unbelievable team that you really, it was hard to plan for, especially on the offensive side of the ball. 
Zach, were you yeah. in the stands? Hey, I, I'll tell you what. I was just about to say. I was just about to say, boys, that was one hell of a run. Because you want to know something? All three of those games you guys want to run, I was about 30 cores lights deep in every one of those games. It was the greatest run I've ever been on. So... When Zach, when uh, when Twelve's describing that offense and the pick your poison here, that also sounds a lot like what Ohio State has to work with this year. Um, if they wanted style points this week, I think they could get them. They, they do, and, and I think you're right. You know, we we talk about the culture that Coach Meyer started in 2012 here at Ohio State, and the way that the program's just elevated itself. And I think it really was that 2014 season. You talk about Devin Smith, you talk about Michael Thomas, you talk about Evan Spence, you talk about all these guys, Zeke Elliott, right? All these guys that went off to the NFL and are superstars. And ever since then, Ohio State's kind of had the pick-your-poison mentality. They, they've got a quarterback back there who can distribute the ball. They've got playmakers that whenever you get the ball in those guys' hands, they can take it to the end zone. It doesn't matter if it's an 80-yard strike or you give it you know, on the one-yard line and play, hey, hard-nosed uh, offensive ball, right? And Everyone's throwing out, and I pause because everyone's saying Ohio State has to blow Northwestern out in order for them to get the respect. That's not true. I completely agree with Jacoby. They've been giving five games this year. They've taken care of business all five games. You're 5-0. and oh. If you're an Ohio State team, one of the blue bloods of college football, yeah. and you go 6-0 and oh and you're a Big Ten champion, there's no way you're left out of the college football playoff. And especially from a TV ratings, especially from a money standpoint, the college football playoff will put this Ohio State team in, and if they win, they will be a two or three seed playing either Notre Dame or Clemson. Well, I think that that part is also interesting because Jonathan Cooper talked about it earlier in the week that – you know, you've got Dabo uh, preemptively making a case in case they lose to Notre Dame to get in, which flies in the face of what he said six weeks ago. But nobody pays any attention to what Dabo said yesterday. He just wants to go on to the next one. Then you've also got Dan Mullen who's saying, well, they only played this. Maybe we shouldn't be playing games. Like, and Jonathan Cooper saying, yeah, they hear all this stuff. They hear the Tuesday night show when you're talking about who's in and who's out of the playoffs. So, you know, you guys that have been through that, you know, Jonathan Cooper is admitting it. I think you all used to deny that you were even aware of it. No, I, I'll, an, I'll answer this question because <laughs> ba because back then everyone wanted to talk about the guys don't listen to 97.1, don't listen to you know the radio, don't listen to the reporters and what they write in the newspaper. And back then when, in 2012 when I was in college, social media was just kind of getting to where it's at now. Yeah. We read those things. We saw those things. Those things were talked about in the locker room. Heck, there, there'd, be, there'd be times where guys come up and be like, man, can you believe what Austin said about you at but those things are talked about so those guys know and here's the other funny thing is you talk about Dabo Sweeney this year two years ago who was the person Nick Saban yeah. right everyone's talking about Ohio State you see this year in and year out no one's pointing fingers at any other program it's they don't want Ohio State to be in there because they know Ohio State is dangerous and it's kind of like hey I don't want to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with those guys so I'm gonna make up every excuse for them not to be in but, no, those guys talk about it, especially this year in a COVID year, when those guys are sitting around, have more time to twiddle their thumbs, go through Twitter, go through Instagram, see how big social media is nowadays. Those guys are, are reading that stuff. Those guys are – Sean Wade is, is watching, you know, the doubters when he got, you know, yeah. basically picked on against Penn State. We talked about it up here. Yeah. Those guys see that stuff, and it, it affects them. But the great thing about Ohio State is a lot of times the way it affects them is in a positive way because it gets them pissed off. Yeah, for sure. I was a big Dabo fan until those comments he started to make. And not just because I'm an Ohio State alum. If he had made that about any other team, clearly, yeah, Ohio State haven't played the amount of games that everyone else has played in the top four. But can you argue they're not a top four team? 
Can you argue they're not one of the best teams in the country? Why wouldn't you want to play the best? The best should want to play the best. And for him to make a comment like that just shows that he really don't want no parts of Ohio State this year when he actually, you know, they, they paid the refs last year a little something-something <laughs> to, to, to barely escape that game with him. You know, so it, I just – it definitely rubbed me a wrong way, not in a way like, okay, screw you, Dabo, but in a way like, okay, I, now I'm not questioning your character yeah, as sure a coach. That, I'm sure that BB has some feelings about Dabo. <laughs> it's not. It's not appropriate for this. Show. <laughs> okay. I mean, Let's I mean, I say this. Dabo's. He. he oh, like Cardell said twice. he showed a lot of his character. You know what I mean on the front end. Because how I look at it is, one of the coaches at Ohio State is to be the best. You got to play the best. We always felt like we were the best. So when we go one versus one, it's, it's the best versus the best. So if we get in practice and I get two sacks on Dale, when we get I, the I, game, I, I should stop. get four. Shut up. It's the truth. Like when I was a young boy and I had to deal with. I can't. Hey, don't there. even feel bad. I came through the eight gap Man, a bunch of times. Ain't hey, no worry about him. <laughs> listen, but it's one of those things where it's like you want to play the best. You take pride in playing the best. I can say it's been times where my house State career where we go into games and we're the underdogs. That don't do nothing but just fuel us more. Like, all right, let's go. Let's get the game going. Yeah. You know, twelve o'clock can't come quick enough. Eight o'clock can't. Whatever time we got to play, let's play. And I feel like Davo for him to have the the swagger that he thinks he has, and then he makes those comments. I'm with Dell on this one. I, I lost a lot of respect for him on that note. I mean, to me, on the end of the day, like, focus on winning, right? I mean, don't worry about, hey, if we lose to Notre Dame, what's – I mean, exactly. focus on winning the game, right? Exactly. I mean, at the end no of the day, hey, yeah, I mean, who cares, right? I mean, to, if you want to be in the top four, win your game. I yeah. mean, uh, I mean, let's <laughs> let's not sugarcoat it, right? I mean, like, hey, the, let's not focus about it. If I lose, I want to be in. Like, no, win your freaking game and you'll be in. At the end of and the day. And you don't day, have to worry about it. That's basically so, what it boils down you know? to. I, know. I mean, I don't know why, like, Dabble should be – I mean, I, like you got to give them his credit because, yeah, they won a lot of games. And, you know, when they played Ohio State, unfortunately, they have beat us. So I have to give them that much credit. But like, I'm with y'all. Like, I, if like do it again. Like, if you that good this year and you think you that team, then definitely play us again. And I feel like things will definitely be different this year. So, <laughs> Of course not. He wants to play Texas A&M. That I mean, that's, yeah, right. But, like, Texas right. A&M don't even – what have they done to, to even be considered in there? Well, they, you know, they That's beat Vanderbilt seventeen to twelve. It's <laughs> really yeah, these I guys think. looking at these guys looking at records and how many yeah. games they played than the over than the overall than the overall quality of the team. If you you can't argue these top four teams are the top four teams in the country. Right. What maybe. Maybe A and M and Florida is arguing one of the top four teams, but it's, it's, Florida it's, no more. it's four. It's the it's one through five, one through four, and then everybody else. Yeah. So yeah. stop I, talking I about anything else when it comes to the and other they, teams. And, and they not gonna act like the cancel games though. Like it's it's a COVID. Like yeah. it's, it's not, not it's like we didn't want to play. Like we was gonna play yeah. the game. Like, right. And then on top of that, we can't, they punishing us. Well, Michi Michigan yeah. made the choice not to play the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing. Yeah, I, I think it, this though. year, I think this year more than others with this college football in the Final Four, there is so much more debate going into this year because especially going into the championship weekend, I think a lot of times we've seen over the past years is, hey, if this happens, there's really three teams who can get that final spot. And yeah. you even see it on ESPN all the time. It's the fan vote for – or the fan final vote, right? And it's who's that final four spot. I think this year all, all heck could break loose if Notre Dame beats Clemson again and there's going to be a lot of turmoil, whatever it might be, a lot of debate yeah. about who that four spot is because in my mind you're going to have Clemson who's saying that, hey, this is really our first loss because we started a true freshman quarterback the first time we played Notre Dame. You're going to have Texas A&M saying let us in. You're going to have uh, a Cincinnati team who's going to be asking. And here's the other thing. 
I think maybe the best team in the country right now that's coming from far in the back and it's coming to the front is Iowa State. And if they go and beat Oklahoma th this week, who's uh, number 10 or 9 in the country right now, I think Iowa State has a, has a fighting chance on getting in. So this year, more than others, there is so much more of a debate going into the Final Four and in the Final Four weekend. And I am praying, I, granted, I know we talked about Clemson. I am praying Clemson beats Notre Dame because then Clemson will go to number two and Ohio State will play them at three. But then the debate happens of Notre Dame, Texas A&M, Iowa State, yeah. Cincinnati. All these games start happening because Notre Dame's argument is going to be you beat that Clemson team when they had a true freshman quarterback. So what happens then? All right. Let's the, see. The debate is – But I still don't see a number two or a number one. I, I still think, you know, a little bit off topic that – Alabama and uh, Notre Dame is, is the safest bets, win, lose, or draw. Because yeah. I don't see a team going from one to out the top four unless Florida just go out there and just destroy them. Or two to come out not a top four when they beat our, when they already beat this team. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. I, I personally that? think Notre Dame going to beat Clemson. Well, save too. it, Tyvis. we got to make some picks. Yeah, yeah, we got some picks that. later on. <laughs> save it. Tyvis doesn't know how we do That's the okay. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have said in the leader. rundown. But Sorry, Tyvis. You're a rookie. I got you, bro. We good. Are we? Don't worry about it. You green. You green. Now he knows we've got to pay some bills. The forecast is calling for more snow and freezing temps. Is your furnace keeping you warm? Sears Heating and Cooling is your central Ohio Bryant dealer. They will do whatever it takes to make sure your home is warm and comfortable this winter. For 70 years, Sears Heating and Cooling has been keeping Columbus homes like yours warm in the winter and cool in the summer. Go to SearsHeatingandCooling.com, SearsHeatingCooling.com to schedule an appointment today. Bryant and Sears Heating and Cooling, they're doing whatever it takes. All right, the easy segue, whatever it takes. The player who needs to shine, because they didn't get to play in the game, so we don't get to have player of the game from last week. Who is somebody on Saturday at noon that needs to show up for the Buckeyes? 12, we just let you this start is, it off. Exactly. This is my first time pulling a Slagle. <laughs> oh, no, no, don't do it. I'm, I'm, sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm not taking 22, but I'm going to take 11. Okay. I'm going to say the on the defense side of the ball because this Northwestern team is a good, smart, disciplined team, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They're not going to beat themselves with penalties and, and, um, and uh, turnovers. So I think it's going to be – it's going to force our defense to play uh, fundamentally sound. Got 11 guys. All right. Starting that is eight. worse than a Schlegel. I, I, what are you doing? <laughs> I can't. I, I, it's hard. Um, okay, since 12, didn't, since 12 didn't take this guy, and he always takes, I'm going with Justin Fields. Um, <laughs> and the reason why is, is he's, he's a facilitator of this offense, right? And there's obviously some rumors being spread around about possibly some guys being out this week going into you know, the Big Ten there Championship There will be game. guys that are out. There will be guys that are out because of COVID protocols. But – I think number one is the – he's the engine that, that makes this go, right? And we talked about Ohio State needing style points. We talked about you know, Ohio State just taking care of business. Whatever uh, – either way, number one is the, is the guy behind this ship who's steering it whether they win or lose this game. Northwestern can run the ball with Bowser. Ramsey's a, a solid quarterback, has a lot of um, experience, but – Man, Justin Fields got to go off, and I'm shocked you didn't pick that. I actually I picked, picked that at the last I, I minute. I just won that because I had another guy in my head, and you didn't pick him. I, I picked Justin so many weeks, okay. and he's performed every week. So I was like, Man, Why did you keep picking him? I'm about to say, you got to keep picking him. Breaking with the tradition. I call him, let him go. Know. ahead. I'm going to go on the opposite end of the day. I'm going to go with the running back room. Uh, after watching the North, uh, Northwestern Illinois game, it was so many. I feel like. Northwestern's defense is, at times is very undisciplined. It was so many missed tackles. Like, I don't even know the number, but it was ridiculous. And I feel like with our offense, 
our running backs need to capitalize on the bad angles, the missed <clears> tackles, the certain at certain times with Northwestern defense being very undisciplined, getting out D line, getting out of gaps, linebackers not properly filling gaps. I feel like our running back core needs to actually show up and show out this game. Defensively, I feel like our our defense is going to beat the hell out of Northwestern. Solid or not, our defense is way too good to not shut down Northwestern's offense. All right, BB with Damn. some love for the tailbacks. Yeah, I mean, uh, BB was critical of him a couple you. weeks ago, and they backed yeah. it up in Michigan yeah. State. Trey Sermon came on. BB right. brought it out. Yeah. He's been the Nostradamus of our picks, so we can't. He's got everything rolling right now. Yeah. Correct. Well, no, I like it. I like it. Uh, All right, Jacoby. Yeah, I mean, so I wasn't good with BB. I mean, I think you know when I think when you look at their passing game, it's elite, right? And I think that's they've proven that game after game here. I mean, I think to me, it's the running game. I think defense wins championships, right? That's that's a no brainer. But um, you know, I think really have their offensive line control the ball. Like you said, I think Northwestern's a little bit sloppy, but. I think if they can control the running game, I don't want to say it's a gimme, but, I mean, our passing game is elite, right? So, I mean, that's almost, a, you know, an assumption there. So, um, you know, I think I really want to see the offensive line take control, you know, get it get it to those guys in the backfield and put up some points and control uh, control the time of possession. So, Well, I was going to say what y'all said. But I'm, <laughs> listen, you're listen. going to take, take everybody no, with that. Listen, I ain't even worried about it because they got Coach Mick, and Coach Mick going to make sure <laughs> that they're going to run their ball. So I ain't worried about that. So, But the, the people, well, the group, I should say, is obviously I'm biased. It's the secondary because I feel like, you know, that right now is the huge question mark for our team. Everybody claims that that might be one of the weaknesses of this team. So I would just like them to go out and have a solid performance where they shut down receivers and, you know, get a couple of interceptions and, you know, just, you know, have some momentum going into the CFP that people respect the secondary more. Should help if Josh Proctor's back. He is supposed to be on Saturday against Northwestern. Um, I'm going to stick on the offensive side since Cardell took every defender. <laughs> the guy who made that one-handed catch last year in Indy, I expect it's been two games without a catch for Jeremy Ruckert. I wonder if that's maybe just a, a tendency breaker or the fact that there's so many other weapons, but this is a game, I think, for, for a tight end to show up. Maybe Farrell gets involved as well, but I think that uh, Jeremy Ruckert, I'm looking for him to have a big impact on this one, maybe add to that highlight reel. We'll talk more about what that means for the score later on in the Silver Bullet Pick segment, but we're going to let these guys take a quick break. We'll be right back with you on Weekend Kickoff, brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. It takes attention to detail. With your local Bryant dealer, you're getting more than just a technician. You're getting someone who pays attention to your needs and the little things that make a big difference. It takes a dealer you can rely on. And to keep your family warm this winter, here, let me show you how this works. It takes Bryant. Bryant. Whatever it takes. And to keep your family comfortable, it takes Sears Heating and Cooling. Find them at SearsHeatingCooling.com. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekend Kickoff. Brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling System at this guy's place, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer's Pine House, the 7 and 0 room. Ryan Day didn't get a chance to go 2-0, but he's got a chance to continue your winning streak in the Big Ten title game. Everything's still on track for Saturday at noon. 
for a team that's uh, that's hungry, didn't get to play last weekend. Urban, what are you expecting when they get uh, that foot hits the ball on Saturday at noon? Yeah, well, uh, I, on big noon kickoff, they talked about who's going to have the advantage, Northwestern, because they got to play games with the Buckeyes because they're well-rested and a week off. And, and I made the comment because I've talked to Coach Day, obviously, all the time. And the last thing the Buckeyes need is time off right now. No more Zoom calls, no more, um, you know, bad news. And, and so... They're going to be ready to go, and, and I think they'll play great. You know, Northwestern's a good team, but the the Big Ten West, where you watch the videotape, and just not not great teams. Right. You know, uh, Northwestern, obviously, I'm very close to the coach. He's excellent. Uh, but at the end of the day, they're going to play a style of ball to slow the game down, keep the ball in front of you, keep this thing close, and find a way to make a couple plays. It seemed like, you know, your teams, and this one potentially with Justin Fields on Saturday, you know, eventually that talent's going to win out, but you also seem to, you know, play fast on that turf. Yeah. It's like there's something special about being in that building. Yeah, when you uh, go play at Northwestern, the grass is amazingly <laughs> long and wet. Yeah, even weird if it's how dry. that happens. Yeah. Uh, but it's the, the, I mean, what a great, you know, I got to coach in the SEC championship game several times, and what, and that's like a Super Bowl. And then you go to Indianapolis, and that event is, in, you know, the Big Ten, the, the city of Indianapolis, the crowd, you know, there's not going to be a crowd now, but... I mean, that's an NFL environment. It was, it's incredible, and I know we got some guys here tonight that played in that. We got <clears throat> the one guy that made his first start. And, <laughs> he was uh, pretty good. 59 zip in that game. So, yeah. he, and, and he talked about that. Jacoby Boren talked about that. Tyvis Powell talked about that. That week, you know, I think you guys were sixth. You needed to jump up. It sounded like that style points argument that's come up for Ohio State again. I don't think they need it this week. You might have actually needed it that week to, to run it up. Yeah, they need to play well, though. There's a, there's a team that I actually watched today. I wanted to go watch Texas A&M, and my early impression of Texas A&M was just average. They are pretty good. You know, they, they are a good team, so they would be the first in if if, uh, if Clemson loses, A&M is in. If Ohio State struggles, I think A&M's in. Really? Yeah, I think uh, they have to play well. So for a team that's getting ready to play in that game, how does a coach manage to keep that noise out, that – Tuesday night, they're putting out the rankings. Dabo's been on the soapbox. Dan Mullen, your friend, was talking on Saturday night about playing games. How do you keep that from, you know they're going to hear it, how do you keep that from impacting your team? Well, these guys will tell you, I was, whenever that happened, I was just trying to make practices really, really hard. You know, and, I think and that's not, your answer for everything. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, when a player and a coach focuses on the next minutes, the next 10 minutes, next 5 minutes, next 20 minutes, they're not worried about down the street. That's why I hate cell phones. I, you know, I get horrified when I walk in the locker room and everybody's staring at their phones. So, reality is that's that's part of it. The noise is part of it. And but I would, you know, and I think Ryan did too. You know, just keep them focused. And how do you do that? Make it hard. All right. I'll save the rest of your analysis for those watching Saturday at noon. Big noon kickoff. Another great season of that, by the way. Uh, hoping for more of that in Indianapolis. This has been a big success, I think, too. Hopefully, we get to do it twice more. Weekend kickoff at your place rest of this year we'll see what happens yeah and i want to thank our former players you have a bunch of incredible guys here uh thank the fans that are here tonight and then our goal we talked about this you watch within a couple of years this will be thousands of people outside waiting to get in here so thank you guys very much for being here he's urban meyer this is weekend kickoff it's brought to you by bryant heating and cooling systems we'll be right back all right welcome back to weekend kickoff it's brought to you by bryant heating and cooling systems uh, and make sure you check out sears heatingcooling.com uh, for their generous sponsorship tonight uh, final segment of the evening, but it starts with the buyer's auto question for Cardale, and it's a two-parter because it's going to loop in Jacoby. So uh -oh. We got a ton of questions two weeks ago about, you know, a center making his first start 
or a quarterback trying to establish that rapport with his center. It didn't go that well. Josh Myers is supposed to play on Saturday against Northwestern. But what is that process like? Everybody talks so much about quarterbacks and receivers, but the first exchange is center to quarterback. Well, in college it wasn't that bad because we did primarily shotgun. I think we got it on the center three, three, maybe two or three times together in me and Jacoby's whole career. And it was one of the times, I want to say, it sealed the national championship game. Hey, that's, Jacoby, a, hey, that's a good story. Yeah, hey, Jacoby called story. the cadence on this one. Let's hear he it. told me to go on a fake, uh, a fake cadence because earlier in the game we had just did a quarterback sneak and it was a quick cadence. And we rushed to the line of scrimmage. And Jacoby, we talking before, it was a TV timeout. He said, do the same thing, rush to the line of scrimmage, but no cadence. And that's what we did. They jumped off sides and we got the first down and Zeke ran it in, of course, the next play. But um, it wasn't a big deal for us. Um, maybe when we went on silent to think about the timing of when I should lift my leg or, or get an indicator when, you, when we got a guy in motion, but we stayed in shotgun so much, it, it really didn't matter. We didn't even, we probably did one or two under center exchanges before games and practices and got in a shotgun. That, that, that was a little hard because different hand sizes underneath there, you know, sometimes <laughs> yeah. it affects it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And then, you know, you go from a, a big wide, a big yeah. wide low to Jacoby yeah. to a, a Pat F line is even a wider low. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know where to, you you don't know where to put your yeah. hands. Yeah. You try to put your hands in the center of it, but yeah. Jacoby's so wide, you only on a on a right cheek. Yeah. <laughs> and he, and he snapped the ball, and it's like, why is it getting it on the left yeah. side of my hand? And, like, some, Get under and there. some are easier to decide, like, where center is than others. Exactly, you exactly. Know? And that's yeah. not him. No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not him. It's like you go, Sorry, through, you go through your cadence and you got to go yeah, look I under there. Yeah, you got to go look under there. Oh, they go to center. Okay, here we go. Hey, I yeah. wanted to Turn learn. Out. I wanted to learn, and I'm getting my education yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad because uh, Jacoby was one of the, um, shoot, in my opinion, one of the best centers I ever played with. And um, smart guy, yep. athletic, could be, so I didn't have to get, even though he's so short, I didn't have to get so deep under there the few times we had under center change. Right. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Let's get deep in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I think the dynamic, I, I mean, I, like Cardell said, right, I think when you're going out of the gun, it's not quite there. I mean, I know for the way we run it, right, the center calls the cadence. So, I mean, I'd say for Ohio State, right, when you have a new center, it's going to throw off the cadence for the O-line and the dynamic, right? I mean, they all have to be in unison. But, I mean, I'd say really that's that's to the extent. I mean, I think between center and quarterback, I mean, I think you get enough reps, right? I mean, yeah. they don't do a ton, right? Usually it's ones with ones, twos with twos. But you do have that intermingling between the first string and second string because, you know, there's a chance for it to happen. So, yeah. Yeah. I never knew the center called the cadence. You didn't know what? that? I uh, I play defense, right? Hey, hey, hey listen. Hey, I don't know hey, nothing about what's hey, going Tyvis, on over the there. whole time, hey, I hey the snap, whole time so. I was, we were in college, we played, it was ready, set, go, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was it. Ready, set, go. I never knew that. Wow. You yeah. learn something new every day. Yeah. That's what the buyer's auto question for Cardale was for. Sometimes for coach, <laughs> sometimes we get more insight from the guys who actually did it. Uh, appreciate that as always. Now it's that time. I don't know why. The Boren brothers are going fancy and not digging into these buckets this week. They've got the wine out here for the Silver Bullets pick segment. Yeah, just put it side by side right there. 
It's time to dig into these games. Schlegel went one and four last week. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. So he chose. Hey, hold on. Who, he where, where's our dead. money at? That's what I want to know. Who got where, the money? Who's got the money? Because there is a <laughs> lot of money. There's a lot of money that's in that's in your pocket that has not been dished out this year. You got paid out for the one week that there was a true winner. But it was but it was two rollovers where we gave up our money. I know. Where is it? You easily probably have three hundred, four hundred dollars. Give it to me exactly. Handle it. If you want to leave and split, let me know. I got your back. Keep it in the piggy bank. Give it to me okay. exactly. Right. Have right. push. <laughs> I can't trust you guys. We got to have a winner this week, right? You're right. All right, here we go. Let's start them. Okay, Silver Better Bowl. Be glad I ain't put my money in. All, yeah, that's right. Talk to him. He didn't pay at all. Well, that's why he not included, and when he keep winning, right. he, he keeps going four and one. I'm, that's true. He would have won a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, he would have won about 500 bucks. Listen, man. Oh, my God. Oh, your, okay. your 40 bucks would have got you 500 I know. in the past two It weeks. is what so, it is, though. I'm going right. go. to start paying closer attention to BB this week. All right. All five of these games have college football playoff implications. We're not just picking the winner. This goes against the spread. Oregon and USC is somehow for the Pac-12 championship. Uh, I don't know how that works, but whatever. Uh, USC is favored by three and a half over the Ducks. I got SC. Okay. I got SC. Oregon, I, I caught one game this year. I caught one game at SC, actually. Um, I got SC. I think um, it's hard to break it down, but I think they pull it off. <laughs> I don't know. Or, Oregon, Oregon started off the year really strong and then fell off hard. And That's when I say hard, fell off really hard. Yeah, they lost it, a lot of guys. It, yeah, they did. They lost a lot of guys. There were some guys um, who kind of, after the first game or so, just said, hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm preparing for the NFL. But then again, the Pac-12 is just bad ball, and you look at you you look at USC and really, what have they done, right? I mean, it, they had a close it, game where they all no, I, I, yeah, I I think three and a half is close enough where Oregon just getting thrown into this game last week throws a big enough wrench in their kind of plans and game plans and their mindset that USC is going to win this game minus three and a half. I got yeah, whatever. Let's see. Yeah. I haven't watched either team. I'm gonna That's go a good with Oregon. Idea. Just because you like the I uniforms, yeah, they their uniforms is cold. <laughs> is I'm not gonna lie to you. So I, that's why I'm gonna go with that's them. Usually, I, don't, I can't tell you nothing about either. Usually, team. you've just been judging teams' uniforms. That's every facts, week. Yeah. and I've yet to get that wrong. Yeah. BB's like your girlfriend that you give like a March Madness bracket to, and they Pick just like favorite colors. Favorite colors. Oh, did you see that? Yeah, I like yeah, colors. I like that one. I'm going with that one. But it works for me. He goes, it works. Be your girlfriend. Yeah, he goes. BB goes. You guys have been here like the week, first couple weeks. He goes. Oh, I'm going against Northwestern because I don't look good in black and purple. <laughs> but he won. He won. I got it right, though. He, he I really did. It. I got it right. Tyvis, you got something more insightful than that or what? No. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, if it's up to me, I'm going with SC, too, because I mean, simply off the fact that uh, when I went to NFL's coach, Pete Carroll was my first coach, and right. I got respect for him. So gotcha. that's why I'm going with this. Uh, Kobe, who you got? I mean, I'm going to go to USC. Do you have any insight? Because we don't. No, I don't think so. I've watched USC enough struggling against really bad teams that I just have no faith in how, them. How many games they play? They've played five. Yeah. And they've been really? trailing in almost every single one. Yeah, and then they come back and win. Um, so I don't have faith in them. I'll take the Ducks. Uh, yeah, hey, Lewis, can we get some, get somebody out here some Coors Light swag here? We've got a cooler. Who needs it? Just throw your hand up. Lewis has got you covered. The first one he sees. Me. Coors Light cooler. Coors Light cooler. All right, game number two, Texas A&M. Coach Meyer was up here. He said if somebody gives them an opening that he thinks A&M could take it and slide into the college football playoff, they are 14-point favorites at Tennessee. 12. I got an A&M. 
I mean, they, they've been fighting to try to get into that final spot. I mean, a lot of people have been boosting them and say if they just do this, they just do this. They have opportunity to be in the top four. And I think they're going to go out there and feel like they got to prove some style points versus a not-so-good Tennessee team, and they're going to crush them. AM's had some really close games recently. LSU, Vandy, I mean, tra- Auburn. Trap games, though. Auburn, some really close games. Granted, I think going into this week, they can see kind of the light at the end of the tunnel, and they know we have to blow this team out yeah. um, in order to, to make our case for a college football uh, Final Four pick. Here's my, here's my question. <laughs> Rocky Top, that is a great place to be. It's a great college atmosphere, great campus. One of the, the blue bloods of the SEC. What are they doing? It's about time Rocky Top, you know, gets on top of their game. It ain't this weekend. It ain't this weekend. <laughs> Texas A&M, minus 14. I was, I was just, you knew where I was going. <laughs> I was so sitting here like, what? You right? <laughs> <laughs> every other week. When I'm going A&M, I'm leaving at that. Jacoby, is your turn. Yeah, no, I mean, it's A&M, right? I mean, I think... You know, I've seen them play a couple times this year, and I mean, I think they're running game too. I mean, you watched them early on. I think they'll dominate, and I think they have to, right? I mean, they got a lot of motivation to try to get in, and they'll hang up some serious points on them. I'm going A&M too for the simple fact that they not, but they didn't come this far to slip up at the end against to a, a Tennessee team. So they need all the style points they can get to even try to be considered for their fourth seed. So A&M. They came all this way to fail. Tennessee will win outright. Are Rocky you? Are, wait a minute. Are Rocky you in on this? Austin, this is why I like Austin, you. Rocky the, you yep. got so yo, much confidence. Yo. This is why Austin. I like you. Is he talk, in on the money, hey, Austin, too? Absolutely. Hey, talk your talk. Austin. My money, do. Yeah. My money is on the line. You put – oh, man. You just donate money. I mean, they don't have to win. boy just donate. I'm taking the cover, 14 points. I like it. It's an offense that can't play. But you said they're going to win. But I also believe that they will win. I like it. Because I do not – Jimbo, what I've seen of Kellen Mond this year – you want to know, no, Austin? Hey, you. you, hey, you are, you are saying this with your heart right now because I can totally picture you, picture him at like a frat house at Rocky Top, oh, for sure. in there dancing the Rocky <laughs> Top sure. after they pull off an upset against Texas A&M. Well, I did. He'd be driving there halftime of the game in Tennessee up by ten points. He headed down there. Yeah, the funny thing. He's headed down there. The funny I thing is if a and win, but it's only by seven points, I'm gonna laugh actually. Like, wow. I think. You guys must have forgot that one year that I, I went to Tennessee and the three years that I covered them before I came to cover a winning program. Yeah. But that's that's not with my heart. I fully believe that Tennessee gotta, uh, will you have – got to let it go, man. You're right. You just got to let it go But sometimes. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Kellen <laughs> Mond's going to let it go. Yeah. All right, Bama, 17-point favorite against Florida. Dan Mullen has been whining twice now. Te- first it was Texas A&M in the crowds. <laughs> then it was last week that they shouldn't have had to play and they threw a shoe. 17-point favorites over the Gators. I got Florida. I got Florida covering this. I mean, there's no way you're going to beat them by 17 and a half, 18 points in a big in an SEC championship game where they still can potentially get in. I always say, I say, hey, if Florida go out here and dominate Alabama, I, I think they're going to have a strong case to get in that, that number four spot. Wow. You're going Florida plus you, I, 17, huh? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I thought for sure you were going Bama. No. And do you know what? I am going to join you with Florida. And the nice. whole reason why it's because I think Dan Mullen has those guys believing I really do. After last week, the whole throwing the shoe incident, <laughs> those guys are going to come together. They're going – I don't think they're going to win, but I think they keep the game within 17 points. And plus, Bama, man, they haven't been tested at all this year. They're That's rolling. Exactly. Everyone, everyone – you know, we've already talked about in the first segment about how, as players, you do pay attention to the media. Bama right now is – 
those guys see it. They, they know right now they're basically untouchable in, in some capacity. Those Florida guys have been – it's been turning all week about the shoe incident, about how, you know, they were looking ahead to the SEC championship game instead of taking care of business against LSU. I don't think they win, but I think they keep it within 17. Yeah, for sure. And my bad, BB, don't mean to cut you off. Let me ask you on your two cents. Don't worry about it. Everybody knows college football. College football is a quarterback-based and driven program and team. And this is the best quarterback that they faced all year and yeah. most likely the Heisman Trophy winner. So <laughs> even after last week, I hope even not. After, no after way. No way. The winner, this, this winner of the game will be the Heisman Trophy no way. quarterback. No way. Uh, Florida say. has a good team, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna go with Bama. The reason why I'm going with Bama is number one, they have a lot of motivating factors. They have been kind of talked down upon damn near all season, just because of last season. They, this is probably one of the first times they ain't really been in the top four. And then if you were to really look at it all season, they really haven't been talked about that much, which is not a part of – it's not a something that they're used to. So I feel like they're going to come into this game with a bad taste in their mouth and bad intentions. I'm going to go with Bama. Bad taste and bad intentions. I like it. Jacoby. See, I mean, I'm going to go on the flip side, though. I mean, I think Florida, right? I mean, their loss last week was right. so – I mean, I mean, that's just disappointing, right? And I think they're going to have uh, – you know, they have a drive for them, right? I mean, I think they – uh, you know, they need to prove it more than Bama, right? And I think at the end of the day, right, it's an SEC championship, right? I mean, it's, there's, a, there's a lot on the, you know, a lot to uh, play for. But, you know, I think Florida's going to keep it really, really close. You know, I mean, I think it's going to be within, within one score. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, could take Florida on the spread. I don't think they're going to win outright, but I think they'll keep it close. I think I'm going to go on record and say three of y'all up here all need to stop drinking these Coors Light and all this alcohol because y'all are tripping. Bama is definitely going to roll over it. I'm about to say, I like your three now. Like, it is – I don't know what y'all even see About more than 17 points. Yes. Yes, they are. They're going to roll them for sure. Let me ask you a question. Hold on, wait. Before I say, is is the tight end the receiver? He's he's supposed to play. Okay. But he's banged up. He's banged up. Okay. So, y'all telling me, y'all think that that Florida really got a chance to, like, not lose by more than 17. Bama didn't roll dang near everybody in there. Well, they played. The SEC, the, oh, the, the big bad SEC, quote unquote. They, they played play? the SEC West, who is atrocious. Who, who they? Yeah, <laughs> listen, man. Listen, let me tell you how good. the game goes. Listen, the game gonna come out. Florida gonna come out. Do all that hype, la 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 stuff. And then by halftime, it's gonna be a 14 point game by halftime. They just gonna roll them in the second we'll, half. We'll talk Sunday morning. We will. Yeah. Hey, I mean, they well, just don't worry. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna just see you a text and just say. I told you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's the fun. You know, Florida did yeah. play an SEC West team, Zach, if you remember. And they, I do. That didn't go so well. No, I agree. That same team, Alabama played, they beat them 56-24. to 24. That's the reason why I don't think A&M should be in the playoff. Uh, no matter what, Cardell's talking about Florida. That's another matter. Alabama's going to roll. Tybus is absolutely correct here. He My knows, man! He knows what's up. Uh, big win for the Crimson Tide. They'll lock up that number one seed. Well, I do think that quarterback will win the highest medal for Florida, though. Oh, you're trying he's to find right some right. common ground. No don't keep the bragging. No way. <laughs> no, but he, he's right. Loss, I think he is. A three-loss quarterback in a year like that. this, there's no way he wins. Who RG3? you think will win it? RG3. Mac, Mac Jones then. <laughs> nah, I think. Yeah, I think. Between the I winning the, team. The winning team. Uh, I said the winning team. So I know. Uh, I just wanted to disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody go. It's more fun that way. Clemson is a 10-and-a-half point favorite. Against the team that they lost to, what, six, seven weeks ago, Notre Dame, the ACC championship. <laughs> Cardale's got something special coming. I Talk know to it. me, Dale. Talk no, to me, Dale. 
preach. I got Notre Dame. <laughs> okay. That's my boy. I got Notre Dame. <laughs> because Clemson got a weirdo planning for his wedding. He ain't trying to win no football. Trevor Lawrence, I got Notre Dame. You get ready for that wedding, boy. <laughs> That man crazy. Hey, it's the insight that you can get nowhere hey, else, folks. Hey, I agree, man. Hey, I agree. Cardell's always on Instagram on that search bar pulling up <laughs> pictures of Trevor Lawrence and his girlfriend playing in their wedding. I agree. Oh, my God. Listen, <laughs> I, like, I like Notre Dame. I think Clemson isn't the same Clemson team that they've been in the past. Granted, the very first game they, they, or the first game they played this year, Clemson was starting a true freshman quarterback, but – that dude has skill. He has a lot of skill. He's not that far off from Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence has digressed this year um, at the quarterback position. I think Notre Dame is good enough defensively to stop the run. Travis 18, is, is, he's the monster that, that you have to stop for Clemson. Notre Dame is good enough to stop him. Notre Dame, Ian Book, wins this game. I'm taking the points plus the money line. Ooh. And I think Clemson is not in the Same. college football playoff. Got a winner over there. Okay. Boys, come back to me, lad. Let me talk okay, to you. Come on. Let's come to me, You're contemplating it now? Let me, let me, let me say, think about something. Change his mind. Jacoby, have yeah. you made yeah, up I mean, your mind? Yeah, so, I mean, I think I'm going to go Notre Dame. You know, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, to me, Clemson isn't very, you know, they haven't been as impressive to me. Um, you know, I mean, I think Notre Dame, to me, they, you know, they don't have the talent. You know, they haven't been, uh, you know, they've to me, they haven't been blown out as teams like they should be, but yeah. I think their consistency's there, and I think at the end of the day, I'm with Zach, too, on that. I mean, I think Clemson's been struggling a little bit. They don't have that same swag to them that, that they've had in years past, and, uh, you know, I guess personally, too, I don't really want to see Clemson in there, so maybe it's a little bit of a personal vendetta, too, but uh, I'm going to go with Notre Dame. I'm going to go with Notre Dame winning. Yeah. Well, I'm going with Notre Dame as well, um, for the same reasons that they said um, after watching the first game. Um, I just think Nord I really believe Notre Dame really could have did them really worse than what they did. I don't think they really needed to go into double overtime. Um, I think there was a couple of fumbles and a couple of turnovers that Notre Dame had that caused them to even Clemson to even be close to being in the game. And I don't think Trevor Lawrence is gonna make that big of a difference. You know, I feel like yeah, Trevor Lawrence is a great quarterback, but I the people his skill players that's around him, they kind of showed their true colors, because I mean they still were trying to make plays, but they couldn't get it done. And I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to make that big of a difference. So I think Notre Dame is going to roll. You know, on a side note, too, Boston College, I feel like, has been a really good really good team, too. Absolutely. I mean, I've watched them. Like, I, mean, they, they, I mean, they've had, yeah, I mean, right, they, I think they've done a really good job, too. There's a couple I've watched. Coach Toos there, too. Emma's had them. It ain't just yeah. her. Yeah. Coach Toos there. Yeah, he is. I'm over his nuts. <laughs> what we got? Oh my God. See, half, half was my DB coach in right. France. Yeah. So that's yeah. my boy. Coach Toos dealt with me before. What you got, BB? crazy. <laughs> I got to be that person, and I am oh. sorry. Yep. Oh, no. It's Halloween. Trick or treat, damn it. I'm going to go with Clemson. What, it's I'm Christmas, BB. Yeah. That's the wrong holiday. Yeah, it's Christmas. We're, 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 we've already had Thanksgiving, too. You're right. <laughs> I'm going with trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with trick or treat. I'm the candy man today. So, All right. I'm going with Clemson. Uh, I'm pretty nervous now. What reason? Can we hear why? My reasons are this. No, the first game we didn't have Trevor Lawrence, correct? Correct. Now, at times, I'm going to tell you this. From personal experiences, he is a major X factor. I don't care how you look at it, how you cut it. I'm not a Trevor fan, but at the same time, the man got respect for me. I don't like Dabo. 
but Trevor has my respect. Trevor Lawrence is a great does a great job for the most part at facilitating the game. And I learned the hard way that he can beat you with his damn feet too. It's just as good as with his arm. He's a lot more elusive than what you think. He when you put him and factor him into a game like this, he is comfortable enough to make certain X factor decisions, to make this the, the the audible or change this route or change this play. When you're when you have a young quarterback, you really don't have the the kahunas to make those calls. He does. And he's smart enough to put the team in the best possible position to his ability to be successful. I'm going with Trevor Lawrence, and I'm going I'm going to go with Clemson. That was a great, great sales pitch, but I'm taking the Irish anyway. That's uh, <laughs> the one that all right, the, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, it's, here's the, okay. Here's the one that matters. We know who Cardale's taking. Ohio State is still a twenty and a half point favorite against Northwestern on Saturday. When that line came out, I couldn't believe it. I thought it would be much higher. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't against Ohio State once this year. You did. And you won. Which Indiana. one? Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. Oh. It was 21 points or 22 yeah. points. No, you did. You, you won. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and they were up 35 to 7 in yeah. that game. No. But, but you still won. Don't mean I'm taking yeah. uh, Northwestern <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Golly. 20 ain't enough. Ohio State. Lot to a little. All right. <laughs> Lot to a little. I got, I got, I got, go. I got 42 10. Ohio State. 42 10, Ohio State. Um, I like it. 20 and a half in, in this. Just watching Northwestern, one of my best friends, Northwestern grad, we, we watch a lot of, of ball together. I honestly think Ohio State could win this game by 20 and a half if they said we're only running the football every single play and we're not even throwing it. Yeah. If they said, hey, we're lining up, yeah. and in some form or fashion we are running That's the football facts. every single play, Ohio State would cover the spread of 20 and a half. That's I don't right. think there's any way. Granted, Northwestern has a great um, uh, middle linebacker. Their back end are, are all Big Ten selections at the safety position. But, man, they just cannot match up with Ohio State athletically. And, please, there is no way Northwestern is going to be established, going to be able to establish the run with Bowser to be able to free up Ramsey to, throw, to make some throws. There is no way. I've got Ohio State big, and I actually think because of only playing five games that Ryan Day is going to want to get a lot of these guys some meaningful snaps, even if it even if they're blowing them out. So I don't think you're going to see you know the starters come off the field because the next game will be a college football semifinal. Exactly. I think Ohio State wins sixty-nine to three. Oh, wow. 69 to 3. 69 to 3. That's a nice pick. 69 to 3. I'm going with Kobe on my team and my number. I'm not going to plead my case, but because my case is going to be disrespectful. You're next. Ah. Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, I think they're definitely going to put north of 50. So, I mean, you know, let's call it 52 and 52 to 7. But, I mean, I think they have too much firepower, right? I mean, I think it's exciting what Ohio State's been able to do. Their offense is elite. I mean, like we talked about, I mean, I think secondary, right, there's a little bit of opportunity on the defense. But, I mean, I, you know, I think they're the best team in college football, and I think they'll easy, easily put up 52 and give Northwestern seven. We'll give them one score. You guys are, you guys are pre- doctors. What was your prediction? 42-10. I try to be nice. They're doctors. I got, I was team full of doctors. You got to be nice to them. They might be doing hey, my hey, shoulder surgery. They play class, right? They play school. They play school. They got a busy weekend with finals. Hey, I'll tell you what. I know three guys that graduated from there. None of them are doctors. Well, I guess I mean, I think it's they're definitely going to cover the spread, but I think it's going to be about, I'm going to say, what'd you say? 52-7. 4210. I ain't 69. I ain't, I ain't even gonna go there. I'm gonna say 5614. Okay. 
That's a cover. Ward, you're up. It's been so amusing to me to hear all week about how fundamentally sound and tough Northwestern makes it on teams. And I thought, well, the last two times I've watched Ohio State play them, it was 45 points. It was 52 points last year, 52 to 3 at Northwestern in that long grass. I just, I don't buy it. To be blunt, I mean, there, there's, you know, discipline and there's talent. And I think there's just a massive talent, talent gap yeah. between the two teams. Right? You're absolutely I mean, right, Jacoby. I'm glad you came here to say that and back me up. It's 56 to 6, Ohio State, on Saturday. Good pick. guys finish undefeated. They pick. win a four straight that, Big Ten is, title. Is that two field goals or are they going to miss the extra points? I said on our bold prediction segment earlier, no touchdowns allowed by the Silver Bullets this week. So okay. yep. two field goals. Two yeah, field like, goals. Like maybe that. early. I'll we'll like see. That. It's gonna have to be early because. Well, yeah, I, I'm not gonna see a mixed, <laughs> miss extra point, but I'm, I'm calling it anyway. That's our Silver Bullet pick segment. This has been weekend kickoff. It's brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. Thank you to Urban Meyer for being here and not kicking us out. Cardale Jones, Zach Bourne, Jacoby Bourne, BB Landers, and Tyvis Powell for hanging out with us. And thanks to all of you for coming out and watching us at Letterman Row. We will see you next time.